What up, fam? We here, and this is Life in 2018 with me, Christina. It's been probably like 700 years since you last saw my face because um, I've been slacking off and not really recording podcasts in a while because I've been super duper busy. <laughs> well, busy. See, the thing is, when I'm not at work, I just don't want to do productive things sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, hey, um, let's go to a concert or let's go to a pool party or let's go to Montreal spontaneously and not do things that we're supposed to be doing. So um, all of a sudden we're at the end of July. It's July 19th. (laughs) Whoops. But I'm here now and we are recording a new episode of the podcast. Outside is being very loud because there's construction, even though it is, what, um, almost 10 o'clock at night. But we're moving on and we're just going to get right into today's episode. I've already tried recording this once. Hey, let me say that like every episode because when do I not try recording multiple times? <sighs> but whatever, we're here now and we're going to get through it. Today we're talking about a fun topic. I wrote down lots of notes. Um, the subject is being a woman in 2018. Whoa, controversial potentially. Not really. It's actually not controversial. I'm just going to basically tell you about my perceptions of being a woman in 2018 and um, just basically what's what my life has been like being a woman, I guess. Being a cisgender female or whatever. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about that. And um, if you don't want to listen to that, just stop listening. But if you want to keep listening... Welcome to the party. It, uh, like I said, is 9.47, so I'm wearing some sweatpants and a tank top. It's also kind of very hot in here without the fans on, but uh, bear with me. We are here and we are recording. So I want to take it way back, way, 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 way back. Well, I was born a girl, but I can't remember what it was. It was like being a girl when I was um, very small. But um, I do remember that I was always a girl that, liked to wear dresses and wear pigtails when I was a little child and braids. Oh my God, don't even get me started on those French braids. When I was a child, I loved to get my hair French braided. Whenever we'd go get my hair cut, I'd be like, can we get a French braid to, to the woman who did my hair? And she was probably just like, you were the cutest little thing. And I mean, I was so like, let's be real here. But then I would leave with these two cute little French braids and I had the finest hair that like half my hair probably got ripped out when this woman would braid my hair, but I just loved it. I thought it was the best thing ever. And, um, that's basically how I was when I was a child. Um, very cute. And, uh, I also liked to play around in the yard with my family. Like me and my cousins, we were always just out in the back of my grandma's property. We would always just hang out there and get pretty dirty now that I think about it. We were always like playing in the dirt and doing kind of gross things. But we also like to play with the dolls and all those typical things. So I was one of those kids that kind of liked both, you know. I wasn't just a, oh, don't even get me near that dirt. I was pretty much like, oh yeah, let's go play in the dirt, but also let's go play with dolls in the stroller, right? Because I want to push around my doll in the stroller because she is my prized possession. And don't you dare take her away from me because she is what I need in my life right now. And you don't understand. That is my baby, Karen. Okay, get away from my baby. Just kidding. I don't even know anyone named Karen. I don't even know why I said that. Karen. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I just love to like play around with dolls and stuff when I was a kid. Um, when I got older, I had a sister. I feel like having a sister or a relationship where there's two sisters kind of like um, changes the dynamic of how um, 
you interact with people and like what you do things. I'm not like a scientist, so I can't tell you like the scientific sides of all this, but I felt like it um, allowed me to like get along with girls from a very young age because I was basically forced to always hang out with my sister when we were young and it was great. We got through a lot of arguments and we had a lot of physical fights. Let me just tell you, some of them were kind of bad, not really that bad, but like they could, (laughs) they were bad. My sister at one point when we were younger, she was like, not even bigger than me, but like, I guess I was just a weakling. I was just a little stick when I was a child. So I remember her sometimes sitting right on top of me and just tickling me to death. And like tickling is fun. Let me tell you until it's not fun anymore. And then you're just like, stop tickling me. And I'm going to scream and tell mom that you are killing me because that's what it feels like after a while. It feels straight up like someone's torturing you when you're being tickled at a certain point. And it wasn't fun. But anyways, we had fun growing up. Um, luckily, my parents were like super duper supportive of us when we were children. They let us, well, they would support whatever we wanted to do. If I came home and was like, hey, mom, I want to be a singer. My mom would be like, great, but also work hard to school, <laughs> which is like pretty reasonable, I guess. If I came home one day and was like, hey, dad, I'm going to be an artist. He'd be like, do what you love go for it, but also work hard in school. And if one day I came home and was like, Hey, I think I'm going to be a construction worker. My parents would be like, okay, go for it, but make sure work hard in school. So my parents legitimately did not care what I did like career wise, or even what I wore. Like as I started getting older, I wore some questionable things. (laughs) Let me tell you. Um, if you look at pictures, you're probably like, Oh my God, who I don't even know if that was the construction workers or the cats, but there was a lot of noise that just happened there. I am very sorry. I am deeply sorry. Oh, it's the construction noises. Fucking kill me. Okay, I'm just going to talk real close to the mic, and I'm going to hope that you can't hear them because they're being wee-wee-wowed. Back it up, Jim. Back it up. We got a a big load that we're going to dump in here, all right? Back it up. Uh, okay, we gotta. We wanna go home. Okay. Back, oh yeah, dump it in this hole right here. Oh yeah, slow and steady, slow and steady. Come on, Jim. Yeah, right in this hole. Oh, you're good. You're golden. Oh, perfect. Yeah, you're perfect. Yeah, Jim. Thank you. <laughs> what was that? That was just. That's the construction workers. I know what they're doing. I can hear their conversation. It's very clear and obvious. <laughs> Do you ever feel like you're slightly losing your mind? Because that's how I feel right now. I. I'm just in one of those moods. Um, oh, they're kind of quiet now. Let's just keep talking then. So, um, like I said, my parents were very supportive. They didn't care what the heck I did. They were like, you know what? We're going to support you and um, you can do whatever you want, whether it's considered like typically a woman role thing or a man role thing. We're just going to support you and you can do whatever you want. So some of the things I wore when I was growing up were like, you know, the whole look where you're wearing a long sleeve shirt with like a baggy t-shirt on top or not even necessarily baggy, but just a t-shirt on top. It was like a very nineties kind of look. Um, but I kept it rocking into the two thousands because I was so cool and stuff, but yeah, I wore that a lot and it was like a pretty guyish look, but my parents didn't care. They were like, whatever. And then the next day I could be wearing a dress and they were like, you know what, Christina, wear whatever makes you happy. It, it don't matter. It's okay. Whatever. <laughs> do and do what you want. We don't care. As long as you're like covered up, wear whatever you could literally, I could go from wearing, um, well, it didn't really happen when I was younger, but like, as I got older, I could be wearing like short shorts and a tank top one day. My parents were like, yep, go for it. Whatever. Like you're a woman. You can, you can do what you want. I was like, cool. Even though typically I wasn't really like that. Because I was a very conservative child for some reason. But anyways, we're here now. 
Um, and then when I got older and I was in high school, um, I did the kind of probably questionable thing. Well, and I don't know. I don't think they really questioned it, but I was just like, mom and dad, we're doing this thing. We're doing construction in grade nine and it's like super duper fun. The other half of tech is construction tech and it's the best. So when I go into grade 10, I'm going to also do construction. And they were probably just like, um, Christina, make sure you're getting enough academic credits so that you can pass and get a good degree and blah, 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 or whatever they wanted, or get into a good university to get a good degree. But they were like, you know what? If you like it, go do it. I don't give a crap. I don't care if that's like a male dominated thing. Go young child and enjoy the great world of construction. My dad was probably stoked to be honest. My dad is does a lot of woodworking, and he was probably just like, yeah, my daughter's doing cool things that I kind of like too. This is the best. But like way more toned down because my dad is not, <laughs> is not that energetic. So he's probably just like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool of you. Um, so yeah, um, in high school and when I was growing up, they were kind of supportive of whatever the heck I did, which is great because there are, there are a lot of people who do not get that support from their parents, especially as women. Um, sometimes they're kind of more forced to do more like traditional gender ruled things and blah, 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 blah. But my parents were like that. So I was very, very lucky. And luckily growing up, um, I don't think I really faced very much like discrimination as a woman, to be honest. Um, I think it was pretty much just kind of like I did what I wanted and um, I don't think anyone is really telling me like, oh, you're a girl, you can't do that, which was very nice, you know, going back a couple of years, like if someone was like a bit older than me, um, it probably wasn't like that. I can't really tell you, um, but at least when I was in high school and younger, I never really experienced anything like, oh my God, super dramatic other than like, I don't know, guys doing the whole like, I'm going to pick on a girl that I have a crush on because I'm a boy and I don't know how to express my emotions. But even then, that was, like, minor. I never got, like, the whole, like, oh, my God, um, let's um, punch a girl because I don't know how to express myself. It was more like, you know, stupid little, like, I'm going to pass a note to Jimmy, and he's going to pass it to, to Pamela, and Pamela's going to pass it to Christina, and I'm going to tell her I have a crush on her or something. It wasn't even that extreme, to be honest. People aren't very forward. You'd be surprised. Maybe now with phones, they're a bit more forward. But when I was in elementary school, let me tell you, um, if you had a crush on someone, it was like one of those things that you were like, oh, don't even let them know because like this is a huge secret and I don't want them to know. Anyways, we're getting very off topic. Sorry. I just start talking and then I just can't stop. So um, it was great because my parents taught me growing up, especially my mom. My mom really enforced this because I think it's like an important thing to teach your daughters, especially her being a woman and us being um, young girls. She taught us, she's like, no matter what you do in life, the one thing you should always know is you need to learn to be independent and to support yourself and that you don't need a man to basically complete yourself, which like, thank you, mom. Thank you. That is like probably one of the best pieces of advice I could have ever gotten from anybody. Um, obviously my dad kind of agreed with those sentiments too, but my mom really tried to like ingrain it in our mind because you know, you know, the way moms are with their daughters. They're like, Oh, let me teach you the ways of life child. Cause you're my daughter. So she was basically like, you know, um, if you're going to grow up and get a job, you got to make sure it's a job that's going to support you so that you don't need to basically just depend on a guy to support you. And you're just going to sit at home doing nothing. You want to make sure that like, you're going to get a good job that's going to support you and that you're going to be happy with. At the end of the day, like you got to focus on you and you can't just go through the whole, I need to find a man to make me happy and to complete my life and to make me money so that I don't have to do anything because that's not really like a healthy way to live your life. And unfortunately, um, there are women who think like that. 
or people in general, which is kind of shitty because I don't think that's the way it needs to be. You need to kind of be self-sufficient and independent. So yeah, big, big, big lesson I learned as a woman or a young woman. Actually, probably when I was way younger than a young woman, when I was very, very young. So um, that was something that stuck with me for a very, very long time. Oh my God, outside they're so loud. I'm so sorry if you can hear the construction, but they're very loud outside. So we're just going to pretend they don't exist, I guess. Um, So as I grew up, and this was kind of like end of high school era that I'm getting to at this point. This is when um, I think the whole being a guy versus being a girl thing really changed. Other than the whole like going through puberty and girls go through puberty and get their periods and whatever, um, we started kind of, I'm pretty sure, I'm pre- I honestly, I've never seen a girl or met a girl who hasn't experienced this, but you go through a phase where you're not like the other girls. Yeah. If you're a girl and probably most guys know what I'm talking about, um, girls go through this phase sometimes where they're like, oh my God, look at me. I'm like so different than other girls and I'm so relatable and so cool and blah, 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 blah. And guys, you're going to love me because look at me. I'm so cool and different. Ha ha. I don't like girly things only. I also like sports and beer, even though me sports and beer is gross, but like that's the type of thing that lots of women and young girls will do to try and I guess fit in and get men's approval. I don't really know why we do it. I think it's because we want to like stand out and like seem different, especially when you're kind of going through an age where you want to start like dating people. So, um, unfortunately I went through this phase. I think most women go through this phase. If not, you're lucky you didn't go through this phase because I look back at it and cringe unbelievably because like, one of the worst things that women do is tear each other down. And unfortunately, when you're doing things like this, trying to be like, look at me, I'm standing out from the rest and every other girl sucks and I'm the best. That's just tearing other women down. And that is so freaking unproductive. I just, oh, it kills me when I see girls doing this. Like, I don't think, I don't know if it's as common as it used to be, but like whenever I see young girls, I'm like, please, no, you need to support other women. You need to support each other. You need to band together. You don't want to be like, always out to get each other and it's not some kind of huge competition to like you can't even get in some kind of competition just to get a guy you know what you want your friend to be happy you be happy support each other and be happy you don't want to like lose your friendship over a guy because that is not freaking worth it so that whole um oh my god i'm not like other girls phase is a really crappy phase that i think a lot of women go through at least from my experience and it sucks thank god i'm out of that now i'm all about supporting the other women and like dude we're girls we gotta stick together we got each other we know what we're talking about okay like put like if you've ever been a girl or if you've ever seen girls in a club that go to the bathroom together, they might not even know each other. But by the time they leave that bathroom, if they are not best friends forever, you're mistaken. Because honestly, some of the girls I've met in bathrooms at bars and clubs are the nicest people I have ever met in my entire life. Even if you go outside and people are having a smoke break, some of the girls you'll meet are some of the best people ever. And like, it honestly completes my life how honest and genuine some of the girls are when you meet them in the bathrooms. I'm just like, you go in, you come out and then they're just like, oh my God, can you please fix my hair? What do you think of my hair? Oh my God, your shoes are beautiful or your hair is beautiful or your dress looks fucking fantastic. Like girls are so supportive in that moment and I freaking love it. Can we please not be like that all the time? Ladies, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. 
Um, girls need to support each other and women need to support each other too. Um, but one thing that kind of sucks is when you get a little older and go to college and, um, surprise, you go to a male dominated field and guess what? Um, some of the guys doubt you, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I wish I was lying about this. I wish I was like, oh my God, this is only a thing that happens in TV and movies and you read on the internet. But, um, when I went to college, unfortunately, um, I don't know if it's because of some of the guys that I went to college with were from countries that weren't like Western countries and they just had different beliefs than I did. But some of them genuinely thought that I was either a complete idiot, that I wasn't going to graduate, or that no matter how smart or how hard I worked, they were always going to make more than me. And like, oh, like just thinking about it, honestly, is like boiling my blood. Like you have no idea how horrifying, well, it's just horrifying to hear something like that. And like, if I could go back, I was like young, young when this happened. I was like 19, maybe. I might've even been 18, depending on when it happened. But like, I would have stood up to those guys and been like, what the actual hell are you talking about? Okay. Like some of these guys were at least 24, maybe even, maybe not 24, but like 23. Like, who are you to say that to like a young 19 year old girl? Like, yeah, you're never going to amount to anything just because you're a girl. Like what the fuck? I'm sorry for swearing, but like who goes around thinking that that's okay to say that to somebody? Okay. We were classmates for the most part. Some of these guys were straight up just cheaters that would cheat off me or cheat off other people in the class. And I was like, you know what guys, seriously screw off because all you're doing is cheating and barely getting by in this class. Meanwhile, I'm working my butt off and trying hard to graduate so that I can get a good job and like support myself at the end of the day. I don't give a crap about you. Like you're my classmate. We're friends. Fine, whatever. But like, if you're going to be rude to me, like screw screw you because that is not okay. And like, luckily some of those people ended up, um, kind of not being at the same, um, level as me once we got further in college, just because either they dropped out or they switched programs or, um, I did co-op. So like we just ended up at different, uh, semesters at a time, but like, if you are a woman in a male-dominated field, you'll know what I mean. I mean, it's not always like this. Thank God, it's, I guess, getting better. But, like, sometimes it's like everyone doesn't want to be on your side. And it's not like they want to see you fail, but they just don't really, like, support you sometimes. And it's like, great, this is super fun, guys. Thanks for the help. Like, I don't even know what more to say other than, like, it, it was super discouraging for me when I first started college. Um, this is a little bit of a story time at this point. Um, there were a lot, honestly, once I got to know them, there was like a lot of great people in my program, but, uh, I was pretty shy and there was a couple of people I'd try to make friends with and either they would drop out or like they'd stop talking to me. And I don't know why for me, it was like super hard at some points to make friends at the start of college because it was almost like they were a completely different demographic than me. Like generally it was a lot of guys who were quite a bit older, like maybe three or four years older than me. And most of them just didn't really want to be friends with like one of the few girls in the class. Um, it was kind of crappy. Even a couple of girls that were in the class, I would try to become friends with them. And it's like, they didn't want anything to do with me. I don't know what it was like, whatever. Cause I ended up making a great group of friends by the end. And, um, some of them I still talk to. They're great. <laughs> but like, oh my God, going through college in a male dominated field as a woman 
was difficult, let me tell you. Um, I'm glad I did it and I'm glad I finished, but it wasn't super duper easy. Um, props to any woman that actually goes through a male dominated thing and gets it. Woo. Props to actually anybody, any woman or man that finishes post-secondary school because you rock and you worked hard. Um, side note, if you're watching the video version of this and you're like, oh my God, why is it getting darker and darker? It's because I have a light that's like set to sunset mode and it's going to slowly get darker. I don't really know how to change it and it's too late for me to change it now because it's going to look stupid if I change it. So... The sun is setting. Dee, 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 dee. Eventually it'll be dark in here. Hmm. And then the podcast will be over. But yeah, anyways, that was me being a woman in a male-dominated field thing in college. Um, it kind of sucks when people just assume girls are dumb because they're not. Women are unbelievably intelligent. Anyone can be intelligent. It's regardless of gender. It doesn't freaking matter. You can be intelligent no matter who the heck you are, okay? That's all I'm going to say. You don't need to assume just because I wear a dress that I'm dumber than you, just because you wear pants, you're not smarter than me. You know, everyone's smart in different ways. Just got to accept it. That's all I'm going to say. So, um, this brings me to a fun little section that I like to call, um, it doesn't have a name yet, but it's going to be just me talking about women in movies and media and things. Um, one thing that, uh, I've watched recently actually was this cool channel called Pop Culture Detective. I'll put a link to it down below. Um, great channel. Oh my god. I I think I stumbled upon this because I read about it on Reddit. Um, but this guy basically goes in depth and talks about different um kind of like tropes in movies that happen. So one of them is called like um Born Sexy Yesterday. So it's talking about women that are either like um uh, cyborgs or somehow like human created or like aliens and how all of a sudden they are um, in the body of like a fully developed woman, but they're also like really um, unaware of their surroundings. Like they don't understand how humans work or what like you're supposed to do as a full grown woman kind of thing. So it's like they're mostly really like naive and don't really know what they're doing. And they talk about how in some movies, basically this woman is just kind of immediately attracted to the first man she sees and she thinks that he's the best. And most of the time, the guy that she's like first meets and is attached to is like either very nerdy or just rude or just like not really the most desirable man ever. But because it's all she knows, she just instantly falls in love with him. And it's super duper duper interesting. Like I said, I'll link it down below. Go watch it. Like crazy interesting. They also talk about um, something that I never really noticed, but they talked about this whole trope about women st- uh, women being stalked by men in movies. Um, and then basically, even though they're being creepy and kind of weird and they shouldn't even get with them in the end, the man ends up getting with the woman, which is super strange. And now that it's been pointed out, I'm probably going to notice it in every single movie that it happens in because it's kind of strange and really creepy. Even like in real life when people are like, I'm going to get that girl, blah, 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 blah. Now I'm like, oh my God, don't stalk her. Please don't stalk her. She's just a woman. Okay. Please be nice and friendly to her. Even though like that's not super common in real life, you know, but, um, I'm just way more aware of it now and I'm never going to not be aware of it. Thanks, pop culture detective. But at the same time, like seriously, thank you because it's really interesting to realize these things that like we don't even notice because Hollywood's kind of weird and it happens like way going way, way, way back in movies, which is interesting. Um, Another thing that's kind of interesting about women and movies um, in this age is, um, the fact that a lot of the time women are just kind of seen as a prize in movies, um, or just a romantic interest. They literally provide nothing other than romantic interest in a lot of movies, which is kind of crappy. 
I mean, it's getting way better than it used to be. If you went back a couple years, I'm pretty sure all they ever were in movies was romantic interests. I don't know. Don't quote me on this because I'm not like some kind of expert on this whole subject. It's just like a very, very, very reoccurring theme, which is unfortunate. Um, and there's this recent, well, maybe not recent, maybe within the past like 10 years, there's this thing called the Bechdel test. I don't know how you spell or pronounce that. It's spelled B-E-C-H-D-E-L. And it basically, there's like three qualifying factors that a movie or a TV show, or I think maybe it's just movies, has to have to like meet the criteria. And the criteria is like, there has to be two women in a scene together that don't talk about pursuing a man or don't talk about men. And then there has to be like a leading woman. And then there's like some other criteria that I can't remember off the top of my head. You can look it up. I'll, I'll link information about it below. But like... It's kind of like, hey, there, uh, see if there's movies that follow this. If they do, they're kind of like semi more woman friendly and feminist or whatever, even though um, that's not necessarily true. Just because a movie will follow that rule doesn't make it pro-feminism. Uh, because a good example on a website I read about was the movie Frozen, where at the end of the day she still ends up trying to go after the guy and like it isn't necessarily like whoa feminism and i'm not just here for the men like because at the end of the day it's still like a disney movie where she ends up going for a man and falling in love and it's not really like uh going away from that theme so i don't know that might not be like the most like woo women this is gonna save women forever if you follow these rules and it's gonna just prove that like there's so many movies that are really good and feminist and whatever Um, it's just kind of a thing, a theory, I guess you could say, which I thought was interesting. Um, but yeah, it sucks that women are only perceived as prizes sometimes in movies, maybe in real life too. I don't think real life really thinks like that anymore. I think people realize like, oh yeah, that woman over there, she's a human. Um, (laughs) if you went back like 50 years ago, I don't know what they would think because they were a little bit more, um, um, behind on the times of today. And uh, women weren't just like, uh, yeah, you can go get whatever job you want. It was like, yeah, be a mom and be a stay-at-home mom. That's kind of all you are. Um, Oh, that actually, I didn't even think about talking about this, but I can't speak from very much experience because I don't have kids and I'm not a mom. But there is this really common societal thing where people um, see women who are moms as a mom first before like being a person that is also a mom, which is like super, super interesting to me. Um, me and my friends actually had like this big conversation about, um, being parents and having kids and whatever. And how, like, once you have kids, like you're kind of just like a mom and that's kind of what you are then, which is like true to a point. And like, I mean, you might love that kudos to you. If you want to just be a mom, do it, whatever. But like, there are a lot of women who don't want to be seen as just a mom. They want to be like, Hey, I am me, but I also have children, but I, at the same time also have my own interests and I also do my own things. Like now that I'm getting older and, um, there's a lot of my coworkers that have kids. I'm like, Oh my God, like I know you as my coworker, but you have kids and like, you're not just, Hey, that's so-and-so's mom. You know, like when you're a kid, you look at your friends and you're like, Oh yeah, that's Caitlin's mom. That's Pam's mom. That's like so-and-so's mom, whatever. Like that's all you know them as cause you're a kid. But once you're older, you're like, Oh my God, that's not just a mom. Like my mom's a freaking person. What? She has a life and interests. And before I was born, she was like, st- still a thing? What craziness is this? 
it's like, I don't know. I think it's like definitely one of those things soon where it won't be thought of like that anymore. But right now it's just like the start of like moving away from that whole, um, Oh, what's the word? That whole like way of thinking it's getting away from that. Now people are like respected a little bit better as women, especially. And you know what, if you're a mom out there, thank you. We need more people like you. We need more moms. Moms are important. You know, what will we be without moms? You know, gotta love them. And the dads too. You know, shout out to you. Shout out to all your parents out there. You rock. Dealing with kids. I don't know if I can do it, to be honest. (laughs) Speaking of kids, great segue into this next topic. Um, Well, so I live in Canada where this isn't such like a how controversial topic, really, not really, Um, but birth control and abortions. Oh boy. Oh boy. Let me tell you. Um, this is a hot topic for women right now. Um, luckily where I am and just like the way kind of like society around here is, it is very widely accepted for women to have access to birth control and here in Canada, abortions. There are people who are against birth control, but that is much rarer because for the most part, people are like, yeah, like we want you to not have kids because, you know, that's like a, it should be like a human right kind of thing. In my opinion, I don't think eh, maybe it's already human, right? I'm not really sure how that works, but you know, it should be a right. You know, if you want to be able to go have sex with someone and not get pregnant, you should have access to the necessary tools that let you do it. There are many tools, hormonal, non-hormonal. I could go into it forever. There are so many ways that you can just not get pregnant that like, I don't see why it should be a big deal. If anyone's going to judge you for taking it, like, you know what? No one should judge anyone for like taking birth control pills. Some people take birth control pills for not even birth control related reasons. Okay. So like let people have access to that stuff. We don't want to have people running around with kids who do not want to have kids. Okay. If you don't want to have kids, you don't need to have them. That's simple as that. I don't get why anyone would have a problem with this. There are some religions where people maybe shouldn't use birth control. That's another thing. Um, you can do that if that's what your beliefs are. But for the people who want to be able to have access to these things and not have children, I believe that they should have the access to those products. Unfortunately, in the States, um, there are so there's like so little funding for these things and people have to pay like an arm and a leg for any birth control, which is unbelievable. I'm pretty sure, I don't even know. In some places, I don't even know if you can have access to, oh, fuck my freaking camera. One sec. All right, sorry. What I was saying was I'm pretty sure in some places in the States, you might not even be able to get birth control. I don't really know how that works, but like, I know Trump has like, once Trump got elected, there's all this whole like, women get IUDs if you want to get an IUD now, because you might not be able to get it. They're going to defund Planned Parenthood and blah, 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 blah. And like, that's just freaking ridiculous in my opinion. Let women have access to the things they need. Okay. Um, and then there's the topic of abortions. Whoa, controversial alert. That's all I have to say, but it's the end of the podcast. So if you're listening, um, you're probably one of the people who maybe cares. So thanks for staying this long. But, um, if you, uh, there are so many ways I can go about talking about this. There are so many reasons for people to need an abortion. It could be a medically necessary abortion. You could, maybe your life could be in danger if you don't have an abortion. In that case, if someone judges you for having an abortion, like, uh, 
I don't see, I don't see why anyone should have a problem with that. That's unbelievable to me. But anyway, some people do have problems with it. There are also reasons like if someone was raped, they may want to have an abortion. If if some people some people seriously don't support that, and that blows my mind. Most people, I mean, are pretty like, you know what, that's a fair reason to have an abortion. Go have one. But realistically, you should not need a reason to have an abortion. As long as it's within like the safe time frame. I don't really know how this works too well because like I'm not an expert or a doctor. But like as long as it's when it if within a time frame that like it's going to be okay for you to have an abortion and you want to have an abortion, I don't see why people should have such a big like it's not your body. You know what? It's that person's problem. It should be between like the man and the woman who had the baby that can like figure that thing out or just the woman. You know what? If you're a woman that got knocked up and you, I don't know, like your boyfriend raped you or something, there's no reason you should need to keep the baby. Whoa. Sorry. My camera's being a little crazy, but like I said, if you want to have an abortion, whether it was an accident whether it's medically necessary, whether for some, who knows, some reason you do not want to keep a baby, I believe you should have access to a safe abortion. There are so many women who unfortunately don't have access to that kind of thing and then go through unsafe methods to not carry a baby to term. And that is just unbelievably sad. Like just thinking about that makes me almost want to cry that women have to go through that. Like want to see me get emotional on camera because I could get emotional on camera. That breaks my freaking heart. I do not want to see someone have to go through that, you know? And I believe everyone should have safe access to birth control and abortions so that we do not have to worry about that. It is 2018 and I just feel like women have a right and men should not be the ones deciding what women have access to when it comes to that, okay? Have you ever been pregnant? No, I don't think you have as a man. So I don't think you have the right to choose what women can do with their bodies. Anyways, <laughs> before I get way too emotional about this, because for some reason I feel very emotional about this right now, I just wanted to say thank you for listening. This is just my um, perceptions of life as a woman in 2018. You know, it's not that bad. It's pretty great being a woman. You know that song, Man, I Feel Like a Woman? Shania Twain, you freaking tell them, girl, because you know it's awesome to be a woman in this day and age. Um, it's better than ever, I think, for most people in the world. And women can do whatever men can do and nothing less, you know, because, well, maybe a little bit less. There's certain things women can't do just like biologically and whatever. But like, for the most part, girl, you rock. Don't ever change. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. This is Life in 2018. My name is Christina and thank you for watching.